Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. No. I am your father. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. Is it cold enough for you, Mike? You know, it, it's actually fairly warm today, but tomorrow I'm getting a foot of snow, so I don't know how to answer that question, actually. You people in the northeast of the United States of America and your crazy weather. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know the UK has gotten some pretty crazy weather of late as well. Yeah, it's been very cold. We had a, we had a little bit of snow one morning and had a snowball fight with my daughter, which was nice. And then by the afternoon, it was sort of gone. Uh, uh, but it's been it's been really cold. But this this week it's it's warming up again. But there's a chance it could could have another cold snap. Well, we've had a bunch of you know 50, 60, 70 degree days, and then a foot of snow, and then a bunch more 50 degree days, <laughs> and then we're getting another foot of snow. So uh, the reason we're telling you about our weather is not just because we're like old people who have nothing better to talk about than the weather. But what say is- you say there, boy? <laughs> It is to tie into today's mini episode theme, which is our top five snow scenes. So our top five scenes from films that take place in the snow. Yes. Yes. And there's a there's quite a lot of them. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised when I was when I was doing the research how many great movies and how many great scenes there are in the snow. Yeah, you think there's you go, oh yeah, there's about there's probably about ten or so that you know I really like. And right. then you're right. right. going, Oh my god, and then there's this one. Oh, and then there's the films where there's multiple scenes set in the snow and you're going, Well, which scene do I pick? Oh my yeah, God. yeah, exactly. But it was it was good fun doing it. Yeah, it was. It was it was a lot of fun. There's some great movies and some great scenes, particularly I should say. Okay, then. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this mini episode. Mike, do you want to start things off? Sure. Well, I, I'm going to start things off by probably putting one that's I, I think is going to be on your list, uh, and it is the fight between Uma Thurman and Lucy Liu in Kill Bill Volume One. Uh, now that that we we all know that that's probably an obvious choice. And I'm not a big fan of Kill Bill Volume 1. We just talked about this a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, but it would be foolish of me to deny that that is a pretty cool scene that's very well shot, and it's so memorable the way it's done in the snow that I felt like I had to include it. It is a cool scene. I may not like the movie as a whole, but that's a pretty neat scene. So it did make it on my list because it's just that good. Well, it also made it on my list, and it's my number five as well. Oh, very good. But it was it was a, it's a double whammy, this one, because I really like that scene because it's just a beautiful scene where it's done in the whole composition. Uh, but I also uh, I also wanted to include a Bond one, and I didn't know where else to put it, so I went with, because uh, he's often skiing and things, but I went with On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the, uh, the bit with George uh, Lazenby, because yes. I, quite, I quite like that. It feels a bit more, oh, I'd say realistic, a little bit more realistic than some of the other Bond chase scenes, especially the Roger Moore ones. But it's, right. a, it's a nighttime scene, and he's just getting chased through the snow, and it's... Uh, it's it's just half the time he you know he's away from them he hasn't he's he doesn't really have a chance to like take any of them out at first and he's uh, he's he's almost panicking which you don't often see with Bond but it's uh, I just think the way it's all done cut and it's uh, it's one of the better James Bond snow scenes so that's uh, they're my number five very well done well that's not surprising that James Bond might also show up on my list and actually yes, it is yeah. my number four Ooh. and it is the ski chase from For Your Eyes Only. 
Uh, so a slightly different pick yeah. than yours, but yeah. in the same in the same vein. Also, could have been the ski chase from the Spy Who Loved Me. I kind of have those interchangeably. So maybe it's a tie between those two, even if you will. Uh, heck, I could just say every ski chase with James Bond because there's so many great ones. But it is kind of a, a hallmark of the James Bond films, and I, I do really like them. So that's my number four. Excellent. My number four is one from a, a more recent film uh, from 2015. It is Krampus, the comedy horror directed by Michael Doherty. Uh, who also did uh, Trick or Treat, but it's one where, you know, family gets together and it's all, they're all horrible to each other and the kid just doesn't need, he ends up ripping up the, uh, the letter to Santa and Krampus comes, but it's when they go outside because things start getting strange and they go outside and it's, the snow's really, it's really, you really get the sense that this, this you can't see anything else. It's just, you can only see about 10 or 20, 20 foot feet in front of you and it's just, it's almost, it's like post-apocalyptic. It's just, the whole neighborhood is covered. There's no lights on in the house. It's it's still daytime, but it's just the way it's filmed. It's just it feels claustrophobic, even though they're outside, and it's just this this snow, and it's just you feel it pressing down on them, and you know there's something out there that's uh, gonna do bad things to them. That is an excellent choice. I wish I had thought of it, but I didn't. Unfortunately, uh, I do. I really love that movie, and that is a great scene. So yeah, that, uh, yeah, very well it, done. That was one of those films which quite surprised me with how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's really great. I love it, especially out of all the Krampus films that they've been making lately. That was a, it's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> uh, well, my number three is actually uh, similar thematically. I will say to that, it is from a different movie, but it is the overhead shot from Thirty Days of Night. Oh, that's, yeah, very good. <laughs> the scene I'm talking about, for those of you who may not remember, there's a there's a shot kind of right after the vampires attack Barrow, Alaska. And I, I really love this movie. The whole movie is great, but there's this great shot where it, it's kind of like a helicopter eye view from maybe about like 50 feet up. And it's just sort of, you know, tracking down like the main street of this small Alaskan town. And you're just seeing vampires like attacking people left and right. And there's, you know, there's blood and there's people going down and there's these super fast vampires and stuff. And it's just it's such a cool scene. I mean, the whole movie is really great. I love the comic it's based on. I love the concept of it. But that shot to me was where I went, ooh, this David Slade guy here, director, he's got some he's got some chops. You know, it's just a really neat visual, you know, inventive way to kind of capture the carnage of this town being devastated all in one sweeping shot. So I love the movie and I think that's a really great scene. That's an excellent choice. Yeah, I didn't make my list, but it's I know exactly what you mean. It's it's a real good way of showing just just how prevalent and how bad the uh, the vampire attack is. Absolutely. Yeah, it's well done. That's a good one. Uh, my number three, it's another Christmassy one, but it's 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 a scene from It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I was going to have the one where he's running through the streets at the end, you know, you know, saying Merry Christmas to everybody, but it's the scene on the bridge when George Bailey just feels that his whole life has just gone to pot and right. he's just got nothing going. He thinks, he thinks all the money's gone. He thinks his... Everything's ruined, so he decides. You know, he's gonna. He's got this life insurance policy, and he's gonna jump off the bridge. And you know, it's just it's just snowing, and he's just. I just think it's uh, James Stewart. It just the way he acts that scene is just. He's lost all hope, and I just think it's brilliant. It just shows this man, this this good man who's just reached the end of his tether and doesn't know what to do. 
an excellent choice. And it's funny because we talked about how many movies have snow scenes in them, yet our, our lists are eerily similar. Yeah, yeah. My number two is from It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> uh, much like with um, with the James Bond one, it's a different scene, though I did go with the sort of classic George Bailey running through the streets yelling Merry Christmas to everyone because that scene is the one that always gets me choked up. And, you know, there's I, always tears on that one. Oh, uh, there really is. It's just such a great scene. And the snow is so, you know, the snow in that movie actually won an Oscar for best visual effect. Like for it was like a groundbreaking uh, new form of snow yeah, that had yeah. never been used before. And, and so they kind of gave like an honorary Oscar because it was such a big achievement. So that's kind of neat in and of itself because it is such great looking snow. But um, that scene to me, just him running down the street and everything's back to normal and he's yelling, you know, Merry Christmas, you all savings and loan, like uh, just gets me choked up every time. So I, I did have to go with, with that scene. But yours is also a, a great choice. That is another excellent scene from an excellent movie. OK, yeah. so my, my number two is uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it's the scenes on Hoth, which are all pretty good. But I just like the scene when uh, when Luke has crashed as a, a snow speeder and he gets out and he, uh, he fires up and and gets up there with the ATAT or the ATAT, whatever you want to call it, and he gets up there, puts it in. It's an ATAT. Let's be yeah. clear. It's an ATAT. Yeah. Nobody calls them ATATs, and if you do call them that, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it, it destroys that, and he drops, and then he manages to get out the way. But uh, I really like that, especially the bits when he's going back into the snow speeder to try and get his uh, the lights lightsaber or the mine, whatever he's and you just see you just see the big foot clonking, and it just takes its time, and that, it's good sound design as well as it's getting closer. Well, that's uh, that's my number two. That is an excellent choice. Now, just to recap, so for your number five, you had James Bond. I had James Bond for my number four. Yeah. For your number four, you had a, a sort of uh, outdoor shot from a horror movie. Yeah. For my number three, I had an outdoor shot from a horror movie. <laughs> for number your number three, you had It's a Wonderful Life. And for my number two, I had It's a Wonderful Life. And for your number two, you had Empire Strikes Back. So see if you can guess. Go ahead and guess what my number one is. Uh, well, I, I've just got to say to the listeners, as always, we never know what the others have picked when we do these things. So there is always a chance there could be some similarities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing you've gone with uh, maybe a film by George, you know, George Lucas Rose. You are, you are correct, sir. Uh, yes, my number American one. Graffiti. <laughs> yeah, all those heavy snow scenes in California. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number one is The Empire Strikes Back. Again, a slightly different scene, although not really. Mine sort of encompasses yours. And it is, it's the the at attack sequence. And I sort of, you know, um, much as I wanted to include the, the Wampa scene and the Tauntaun scenes and everything, I, I boiled it down just to the at attacks. But pretty much from the moment the, the at come on screen until the, the rebels escape from Hoth is pure movie magic as far as I'm concerned. And, yeah. you know, the thing about it is it, it holds up now and I can watch it as a Star Wars fan and I, I still love that scene and I, you know, I get chills and I watch it. But there's nothing like the impact that that scene had on me when I was a kid. You know, when I was five or six years old and I was obsessed with dinosaurs and I was obsessed with Star Wars. And here you have these big dinosaur looking, you know, attack things yeah. in Star Wars. And it was just I mean, it just blew my mind. I was obsessed with AT-ATs for most of my childhood, and I would say it's probably never entirely gone away. It, it is one of my favorite, you know, vehicles in all of Star Wars. So um, so that was kind of an obvious number one pick for me. It is a good really... sign, but, but having watched uh, The Last Jedi, I think the scenes on Hoth from Empire Strikes Back would have been helped by having one of the rebel soldiers stick his finger in the white stuff and lick it and then go, hmm, snow. <laughs> just, uh, yes. but, yeah. Yeah, that's yes. a whole other thing. Okay, well, that's uh, that's your number one. My number one, 
It's probably no surprise, but it's a scene from The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, which almost made my list. Yeah, well, there's so many. The whole film could basically be... Right. That's you know, kind of what happened. I couldn't decide where to go, so I left well, it off. Yeah, I was going to go with the Norwegian camp when uh, McCready and the Doc's in there, but I decided to go with the opening scene. Mm-hmm. With the dog Great. running through the snow and then having the Norwegian helicopter coming because it just it's it's one of the all time great openings to any film. I feel it just it gives you the sense of isolation, even though there's it's huge space, there's big skies, big mountains, but there's this there's nothing else around. And then you see the dog and you're going, hmm, what's that dog doing? And then you okay. see the helicopter and you're going, okay, what's going on? And then you got you start shooting at the dog and you're going, what the hell is going on? I have no idea. And the first time I saw that, I was just going. <gasps> What's that dog done? Right. And then obviously you find out, but I just thought it was a great, it just sets the scene beautifully. And there's a, you've got a sense of unease already because it's so odd seeing there's these guys trying to kill this dog and you just don't know why. Right. That's my number one. That's an excellent choice. I did think you were going to go with maybe my original thought when I was considering it was the, the very last scene of the film, which I'm not going to spoil here, but. Uh, I thought maybe that might be your choice because that, that's the one I probably was going to go with. But I like that you went with the opening because it is a great, great yeah, setup for yeah. the film. Yeah, but that's, uh, well, that's our top five movie scenes set in the snow. Yeah, sort of a, a late winter, uh, you know, approach here coming in with, you know, as things are kind of moving towards spring, but we're all getting bombarded with snow. So we figured why not uh, toss it out here while it's still relevant. That's right. And uh, as always, you can get in touch and let us know what your favorite movie scenes are that involve snow or whatever else. If you want to give any suggestions for films we can go after the ending or other top five things we can do, uh, you can get in touch with us on facebook.com slash after the ending podcast. I'm on Twitter at after underscore the ending. And Mike, do you want to tell them the email? Yes, you can email us directly at after the ending at verizon.net. So drop us a line. Yeah, and leave comments uh, wherever you can on the podcasts and reviews and things and five stars or whatever you you think we're worth because it's almost always most welcome and we always try and respond to you as quickly as we can. Indeed, we do. All right, well, thank you for sticking with us in this mini episode. We should be back to our regularly scheduled episode next week. Uh, but in the meantime, stay warm and stay dry. Uh, as always, we thank you greatly for listening. I'm Mike Spring, and I'm Phil Edwards, and we'll see you next week after the ending. Yes, we don't want to take the pith. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of those nights. <laughs> I can feel it already. Yes, yeah, so can I. <laughs> oh well, you you on the American North continent. <laughs> where, <laughs> the, the what now? Where would you clash? It's the East Coast. Where you? Where exactly? I'm in Are the you? Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. I was just. I, I... Okay, okay. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I swear to God, if you put let the right one in on your list, I'm going to reach through this microphone and strangle you. Hold on, I just need to think of five, four, three, and two again then, sir. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it's uh, not, I mean, not I know, on the I, list. I, it's not on the okay, list. good. Thank God. Because kept, that kept coming up when I was looking for it, and I was like, oh, I swear to God. <laughs>